Makes you want to kind of get up and go. Get up and run. Run all over Stanford. That's what the Fighting Irish did tonight. Don't know where we're going. We're 9-3, though. Finished the regular season strong. Very strong at Stanford, despite uh, some uh, some foul-ups at the beginning of the game, which we'll, we'll get to. Thank you for joining the Fighting Irish Faithful Podcast. This is Joe. Last regular season uh, post-game show. Happy for everybody who's here joining us and uh, making me part of your post game on a Saturday night. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, not quite Christmas yet. It's not even Advent yet, technically. Uh, but yeah, that's fine. If you got your Christmas lights up, more power to you. Um, so anyway, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we'll get to the people here in a sec. Just real high-level statistics. Uh, Notre Dame is very victorious. Um beating the Cardinal by 33 points. Um, we run the ball 76% of the time. I, I didn't believe ESPN when I first read that. So, um, and successful on 77% on third down uh, and 58% on scoring drives. Uh, very, very good. Um, really only one uh, special teams uh, score, which was great. My favorite part of the game was the Javante Jean-Baptiste uh just saying, little boy, get away from me, and then towing the line and running it all the way down for Notre Dame's final score and points of the game. So, man, look at all these people we got on. Uh, eeny, meeny, miny, and mo. We'll go to AJ first. Yeah, that's right. Yeehaw. AJ, you in the house? Or are you still doing uh, Sky Zone trampoline? So, <laughs> not... Uh, we are powered by Dos Leprechauns Media and uh, Scotch and Spreadsheets as well. And, um, yeah, Dos Leprechauns, we did have boots on the ground at the Stanford game. AJ, what's up, man? What's up, buddy? How are you doing? I'm really great. We won and uh, commanding victory towards the end of the third quarter, that's for sure. Yeah, I watched the game at Al's. Uh, came back from Sky Zone. We're jumping around, but... That was pretty fun going to Sky Zone with my family and all that. Do you, are yeah, you just like slam dumping, slam dunking the ball like Notre Dame's running game all over Stanford? Or that's what I was doing. That's what I was doing. I was actually <laughs> I just took the ball and just like, I mean, it took me like what maybe thirty minutes, forty five minutes to actually get used to the bounce because I've never actually done that as a child. I never really went to Fun Zone or anything mm -hmm. or jump zone things. So I grew up kind of, you know, a little Deprived. low on money and all that parents and all that yeah so um yeah no it was the first time going something like that thank god we didn't go to Al's before that because i would be puking up beer and all that <laughs> yes for um, uh aj and i just we're we live kind of near each other ish uh but we haven't actually met in person um and so we were we were dming each other like hey i'm gonna go to the bar like and <laughs> you're like well i gotta go to this thing and i'm like you might as well go to the thing because <laughs> beer then yeah. jumping on trampoline is probably not the best uh, best uh, sequence there. <laughs> no, because like what we what we did at Sky Zone was basically like you know you know like um, the thing where you climb up and you and you hit people with that that long thing or whatever the long bar it is. I, okay, uh, my fiance knocked me off. All right, like she hit me. It she sounds hit like me American gladiators with trampolines. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And like she hit me square in the nose, and then she got me in the leg, so then I just nice. fell off. I like her fiance yeah. more and more. Yeah, uh, gotta respect the doc. <laughs> That's right. So does she like? Uh, she like uh, Notre Dame football as well. 
Kunta Ayu. She's an Ayu fan. Oh, okay, say. so she likes play. basketball. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, she loves basketball. <laughs> she'll sit there and watch a basketball game, but she Maybe can't. Soccer. She can't keep her patience. Okay. Uh, not soccer, but she she can't keep her patience with football. Now, she, did she, you? She doesn't like the hits too much. I, I got a question for you. So, how did okay. you watch this game? Were you like? I was at Al's. Did they actually uh, have the game on there? Yeah, they they had it on. Um, and uh, I would assume that like a bar like that would have like all the all the sports channels and stuff. Okay. We went there. Um, I caught it, I caught the game at the right time when Irish were down two okay. right before us and they took it into yeah. the end zone. So yeah, so it was a it was a, it was a nice blowout. You, you may need to be more specific about exactly when the Irish were losing to Stanford early in the game which was the most frustrating thing on earth. That was really frustrating. I don't know. It was yeah. more frustrating me figuring out that I needed to quote upgrade my free uh, subscription or trial. I should say to, to Fubo and F U B O F U B O or, uh, or the fact that Notre Dame was just turnover machine at the beginning of the game. Oh my gosh. It was just pulling my hair out. Just like what is happening and then trying not to create a scene and da 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 da. And just, and then, of course, it's all in vain because it's like, okay, clearly, let's settle down, get shit organized, and just hand it to that estimate guy. Yeah, that that was great. I mean, I was I was almost expecting like three hundred, but you know, mm-hmm. this whole this whole like shade about like him not being nominated for that award for the top running back in the right. country, like you know, not being in the finalists was kind of. You know, I mean, we, we, we saw it with um, Kyron Williams last year where he did have a spot where he did have a say to be on it. But, you know, I mean, I guess with, with – I, I, I don't know how you guys view this running back class or anything, but, like, you know, when you have um, Irving, Brooks, um, guys like that, it kind of kind of makes it – I mean, then you have Corum who leaves the country and, like, all these touchdowns at the one-yard line, two-yard line. I mean, he, he had a couple on his birthday today, but, you know – Props to Michigan being Ohio State because I always will hate Ohio State from okay. birth. So okay. my dad and my kids, like if, whenever I have kids, right you know, on. right on. But like you know, um, but I don't know, man. Like I mean, if Estime does go to the NFL, he is he should be a day two pick. Probably. But, I mean, I don't know how GMs will view his skill set. Yeah, um, yeah, that's an interesting piece. Like, it, and it really is more of a need thing in the NFL. I can't really speak too much to that. I'm not Mel Kiper or anything of that nature. Although I will say this: if I was getting paid out the ass like he is, you know, I could uh, I could talk my mouth and just watch football all day. You know, hell yeah. Um, and, and that's not to be like disrespectful to Kiper or anything. You know, clearly he's worked to be to where he is today. So don't get me wrong. That being said, though, with estimate, I mean, what if that was his last game that we saw? Which I hope it's not. But I, I hope it's not. I hope he comes back. I know people are worried about this whole injury thing. But like, you I know, mean, for me, it's more the back, bowl game. Like, first round pick I, I don't think he'll be back. You know, next season in the fall, I do not think we'll see him running out of the tunnel in Kyle Field down at Texas A and M. Now, could he be down in Tampa as we run out for the Pop Tarts Bowl? Possibly. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of reserving myself to kind of say that that's not going to happen and that he, you know, he went out with a bang tonight. Um, mm-hmm. I think I, I saw on the TV, but I didn't confirm this with my, with my sources, uh, regarding how Estime apparently, um, set a Notre Dame record for most rushing yards in a football game, which I thought I was actually kind of surprised to, 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 to read that, but 
Um, that's what they flashed up on the Pac-12 network. So, yeah, um, I mean, I was actually looking up at uh, looking up uh, how much what was the all-time rushing record for a single game. So, I mean, I, I thought like if he actually rips another one for eight years, seventy-five yards, he might be close to the vicinity there. But I mean, two fifty might do good. I mean, I think he ended up with two thirty-eight or something like that and three touchdowns. Right. Yeah. You know, no, I'm I'm happy for him. Um, I'm happy for Notre Dame and, and Coach Freeman to get to the uh, nine and three mark. I, the, the the guys on the TV were so funny. They're like, "Oh, first coach since Charlie Weiss to have nine wins his first." I'm like, yeah. "No, stop, stop, stop! Like, yeah. let's, like, let's not go there <laughs> at all." Of course. Did you did you did you see the whole mouthing out mouthing uh, mouthing off from Freeman and Austin May on the sideline? Okay, what, what was that about? I don't know what that's about. I saw that on the TV, and right. then Always Irish had a tweet about it, and I was asking Twitter if any Michigan people who know how to read lips—that's um, a joke—could um, you know interpret what was going on, and um, got no feedback. So I'm very curious what that was. Um, it was right after we scored. Now it wasn't estimate who scored. So who knows? Um, maybe it was a coaching moment. Um, again, I don't know. It's, I can't say I don't know enough. So. Right. It's a, you know, I mean, I kind of, you know, you're in your last game. Um, probably, well, you will get a competitive bowl for sure. I just don't know which bowl we're going to be placed in. I mean, uh, it's probably going to be the pop tarts bowl, but I mean, hopefully it's going to be, I kind of want something to, be to watch. Now. I've right. been saying it jokingly in chess, but I kind of want it to be the Pop Tarts Bowl, just so we could say, want, "Hey, we want, went to the Pop Tarts Bowl." Lifetime supply of Pop Tarts—that'd be great. I mean, well, I, mean I never buy Pop Tarts, but I would for that, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we'll see. We'll definitely see what they get placed in. But like, I think nine and three is really impressive. I mean, the team came together in the last couple of games here. You know, they faced they faced a lot of adversity when it came to. Louisville and Clemson, you know, of course, Ohio State mm-hmm. earlier in the year, but, you know, can't have them all. But, like, you know, yeah. I, I went to the Louisville game. I thought Louisville came out and they outcoached Marcus Freeman. That's just me. I agree with that. That's my opinion. And looked a lot like the Stanford this. game at the beginning of this game, right? You're yeah. Like, oh, for fuck's sakes, what's going on out there? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I didn't this think before. David Shaw. I didn't think David Shaw would co- outcoach uh, Marcus Freeman. The guys on the hot seat. Well, right? that was last year, but no, that this year was it. Troy Taylor now is their head coach over oh, at. Uh, but no, it's uh, no, you're good. It's I know Shaw was there forever, so it's like oh, he's still there. Yeah, but no, nah, like um, Stanford's got a different identity, and uh, but still Stanford and a team that uh, we don't have to like and get the Legends Trophy back to uh, back to South Bend. Well, AJ, we got tons of people on. We're yeah. gonna try to get as many people as possible, and I'm gonna try to not uh, stay up super super late. Um, no, you're fine. You're fine. I mean, anyways, go Irish. Great win today. Hopefully, we get placed in a good bowl. Hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Good good long weekend. You know. Ate a lot of good food, but I'll sign off here and let everyone else go. I'll I'll keep on I'll keep it on and I'll have it in my ear pop right on. So right on, man. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you, AJ, for joining us and go Irish. Uh joined right. with my co-host, Red Snapper ninety ninety-eight. I saw that you jumped on. Co-host, welcome back. Hey, how are you? I'm I'm happy. We we got a win. Um and we won by over thirty points, so that was my prediction. Um, you were very close though. Well, sort of, not really the Stanford, I guess the scrub time kind of messed it up because your prediction was 58 to 18. Yeah. But I also predicted the five sacks that did happen. You get five sacks. 
I got four on my sheet. I believe we had five. All right, that's fine. Well, maybe maybe ESPN's throwing me a bone and not you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Were you very frustrated at the beginning of the game, or did you not even watch the game because you were like, you know, trying to? Oh find no, some... I I watched it. I sat here and I screamed at the TV. I think pretty much like everyone else, especially that first, you know, first quarter was ugly. And it offense, was. defense, all of it kind of looked shady. The the one that I just kind of laughed at and put my head in my hands was they were within, I think, the 10-yard line, and all of a sudden their offensive line spread out like it was going to be a swinging gate. <laughs> and right. then the quarterback just quick snapped the ball and got three, four yards on just a QB sneak, basically. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, really? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So – I mean, kudos to the defense. They did, you know, hold them to field goals. And, you know, just this back and forth of, okay, we get a touchdown, and then we turn the ball over, and then they kick another field goal. And then, you know, it just – it was – the the strong start that I thought they were going to have didn't happen, so I was frustrated with that. No, we fumbled on our first drive. It's like you have an amazing run, get the first down, get out of bounds, get to the next play. He turns it back inside, and you're like, oh, my gosh. And I I don't know who it was on Twitter that said it's like a six-year senior should not be doing this. Yeah, I forget who that was. It might have been Coach Barsegian. But, no, the it, it's 100% right. Like, like why, why are we still seeing this nonsense? Um, and even Angeli's uh, interception at the end was just like, this is the bad throw, bad read. Like, who are you throwing to, man? Like, it, like at least, I don't know. Just, I'm not trying to be a sympathizer here for Hartman, but it's like, <sighs> like, yeah, because we just had, get out if, of our own way, you know. If Angeli came out and threw another touchdown, you know, audible, and you know the whole you know rave that happened at the end of last week, you know, happened again. Oh man, people would be on the fences begging mm-hmm. Hartman not to play for the bowl game. But, you know, I, it, honestly, it came down to one thing and one thing is hashtag RTDB. Yes. And Parker, you're a fucking idiot for not using estimate like you did this game the whole fucking season. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up about uh, about running the football and Stanford's rushing defense. Um, It's not completely trash, um, although it looked like trash today. Um. But Stanford coming into this game was 53rd in the country, averaging uh, or holding their opponents on average to 143 yards. Now, what's interesting about that is I would be curious to normalize that by the Pac-12 in general, which set, tends to be a little more pass-heavy, right? Yeah. Like, like this isn't, you know, they're not playing, you know, the Air Force or Tulane or Notre Dame. Well, they did tonight. Um but I mean, we made them look like the 130th rush defense team with with the amount of, you know, rushing yard points that we had. Well, estimate I think had 130 by the end of the first half, which is almost what they were allowing an entire game for a team. Right, right. So. Yeah, I don't I don't have it broken down here by half, but uh, I got I got a question for the next guy here. Why don't we get uh, we got uh, Wookie's request? He's probably working, so maybe we should get to him first. Let's get to Wookie. Invite you as a speaker here. Wookie for who day? I want to say like at dot com at the end of that for some reason. I don't know. Why. 
Hey, what's going on, guys? You got me? Yo. What's up? Hello. How are we all doing? Happy. Happy. We won. Heck yeah. 56 to 23. I mean, sloppy first half, but uh, I'll take the W. And uh, as always, fuck Michigan. I know. Even though they won today, which is really... And God, it, tainted. Uh, tainted. Uh, so it's... I mean, as much as I don't like Ryan Day or even just Ohio State in general, I, I just can't stand Michigan. But, I mean, they were the better team today. They looked better from the get-go. Um, right. I, I was kind of going in and out of that that game. Um, got to see the end of it. Um, nah, the uh, the Michigan game is, you know, I mean, look, they, they'll probably destroy Iowa, Iowa excuse me. And, uh, mm. you know, they're probably going to make the playoffs. You know, um, Ohio State will fall. They're probably out. Um, you know, Washington and Oregon, that Pac-12 championship game next week, Friday, which is weird. Um, that'll be interesting uh, right. to, to figure out who's going on. And then I saw that Florida State and Florida were, were kind of going going at it tonight. And so that game, I think, is still going or near the end. I don't know. Someone Florida knew. State won. Florida State did win? Okay. Florida State won. All right, so they survived. And yep. I, I don't know who they're playing in the ACC championship, but uh, maybe maybe uh, Louisville who lost to to Kentucky. So I don't know. Battle of Bluegrass State. You know, it is what it is. So Wookie, you're uh, so so you're clearly happy. Notre Dame wins. Um, yes. Let me, let me ask you a question here. Um, Notre Dame clearly was very run heavy in this game. Seventy six percent run percentage. Do you know what Notre Dame's rushing attempts to touchdown ratio was? For this game only? I'll I'll give you a hint. Estime alone had four rushing touchdowns. Right. Tell me the stats. I'm not going to (laughs) guess. Okay, that's fine. So so rushing attempts for touchdown, Notre Dame was 9.6 every nine. Point six <laughs> rushes was for a touchdown. Estime alone was six and a quarter. <laughs> what could have been? Oh my god! Yeah. Now it wasn't <laughs> as quote unquote good as Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh as it for the team, we were eight and a quarter. Yeah. So we didn't Pits- oh, Pittsburgh man. Stanford, but we did. Uh, I mean, we killed them. They could do nothing, and it's like, and and so it's kind of nice at the end of the game. It's like, why are you fucking passing? Don't pass. Right. We ended up with just 15 passing plays. <laughs> that's not receptions. That's plays. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was going on that first half. Um, I'm working in my uh, man cave. I had to close my door because I was yelling profusely. <laughs> I wanted to, but uh, now, I, now I have a sponge of a toddler, so I have to be, yeah. I have to be a little more creative in my cussing. Right, and uh, so I was on a call uh, when the uh, the fumble recovery for a uh, touchdown happened, and I was actually getting Mishawaka facility back online. Okay, when right. that happened, and I, I <laughs> and I said touchdown Irish, and they, the per, the uh, maintenance director was like, "Go Irish!" Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. so that was a little cool so you fix notre dame's problems i appreciate it yeah <laughs> well i try i try to fix the nearby issues um the in-house things i don't know maybe i could <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Excellent. Excellent. Well, Wookie, uh, anything else? We're, we're going to, we're just going to kind of rapid fire people tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of people on here. And, uh, like I said earlier in one of my comments, we got a good following here of Notre Dame, uh, Irish people. Let's keep it going. Get them all on. Let's do it up. That's right. Yes. And, uh, since we're, we just beat Stanford, hopefully everyone who's on tonight, anyone who's listened to this in the podcast version or just follow us, follows us the show on Twitter trying to get as many people out to the Stanford game as possible um you know network communicate set your money aside put your you know yep. coins in a jar whatever you got to do to get your ass to South Bend uh for the Stanford game you have an epic tailgate it'll be awesome there may be a wookie presence may yep. no do or do not there is no try yeah. no 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we're and we're looking for uh, uh that's what October twelfth October twelfth twenty twenty four that is the week after my birthday so oh. um yep yeah my birthday's October third nice happy birthday early so yep I will definitely um do my best good good all right Wookie thanks so much for joining us we'll jump over have a good one guys have a good one and go irish go to the next person at pelo jace live from texas assuming he's still in texas i don't know pelo jace you there i don't know if you watched the game i know you said you were listening to it but he's listening to us live tonight so that's good unless jay is ready to hit the sack go to bed i don't know what's really funny about this game and i thought it was kind of poetic justice is how how at the beginning of the game we're like Hartman, what are you doing? And and he's you know he throws a pick and then he you know there's the fumble and all this other bullshit and it's like son of a bitch. And then everyone's like pull him, put in Angeli, and it's like the response of the coaches is oh we'll just run the football, which I thought was the right thing to do. And then eventually Angeli comes in his first pass is fucking pick. <laughs> so it's like oh all you people over here that were. I'm not gonna yep. call anybody we'll just, out. We'll just keep running the ball, Coach Barcegian. We're gonna call you out. Yeah, you've been, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, but I was just like, okay, hey, look who just joined us, Coach Barcegian. Um, but no, nah, like, it's so funny. And Jelly's first pass is a pick. I'm like, are you sure that's what you want right now? Okay, well, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> we can just run the ball. You know that that works too. You know. So I got my RTDB uh, fixed right now, so I'm I'm actually a real happy camper. All right, Jay, you're uh, you're quiet. That's fine. That's cool. You jump on wherever you want. We'll go over to Doctor Abby. Um, I think we're gonna run seniority here by people with PhDs, MDs, ODs, DDSs. What are what are chiropractors? Anybody a chiropractor out there? I have no idea. I don't know. Jeff just requested to speak. Maybe he's a doctor. Doctor Abby, you there? Invite you to speak. Did you, did you brine that turkey the way we asked you to? Oh, no, no. You no, took, she was, she she was took saving notes. it for next that's, year. That's, that's going in she the She was in the saving it book. for next year, she said. She put it in the cupboard for next year. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Yo. Hey, there she Welcome is. Welcome back, Dr. Abby. What's up? Happy. Very happy. We ran the ball yeah. all over Stanford. Yeah, that was, that was a pretty incredible game. A very sketchy start, but... Very solid ending. Now, now I got a question here. Not to get too much into your personal life here, but your fiance is a Buckeye. 
Very much so. What's, what's the mood like over there today? Is it like you're you don't know where to be because clearly your team you're staying in the other room. Like what? Walk me through what's happening right now. So we actually drove up to my parents' house today so we could get the Pac-12 network on, and we're watching it with Big Al. And Quentin is about five feet from me on the couch. So we watched the game together. It was a pretty somber car ride home from Columbus, but yes. took it pretty well. He said earlier, he goes, you know, if Ohio State-Michigan played that exact game ten times, Ohio State would win five, Michigan would win five. It was just kind of a coin flip. Yeah, yeah, no, it was really, really close at the end. Um, too bad Michigan didn't have ten guys on the field to help Ohio State out. But um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's still funny. I'm sorry. It it is. It's you know home of the tenth. It man. will be. It will be. Did anyone print Thanks. those shirts? Home of the tenth man. We should do it. Um, <laughs> that's pretty good. It's pretty awesome. Uh, so all right. So so anyway, all right. So Ohio State loses. Um. It's not. It's not the game that I want to comment to hit the stadium. I will say. Well, uh, okay. I guess it was in Ann Arbor, so maybe we do want to comment to hit that stadium. Um, but the uh, not if it was like Michigan and, and SC, it's like forget that. I do not want to watch any. I don't want anything to do with that. I probably wouldn't even watch the game, quite frankly. Um, and then Alabama pulls a freaking rabbit out of their hat all of a sudden. Like the, the game was basically lost, and then fantastic throw to the corner and then what they finished the game with a pick six so like okay <laughs> so yeah milrose touchdown in the end zone was incredible he had so much time and oh then just gosh, it was dropped amazing. a dime gee whiz it's just like how did that happen <laughs> yeah i don't know how auburn still only had one-on-one -on -one coverage when there was so much time to just cover everyone in the end zone but yeah yeah very very strange very strange uh day in college football to an extent um that's definitely a game that auburn had the juju had the goodness going for them and and alabama was caught sleeping but ended up uh pulling it out so which is good so uh yeah i mean that towards the end i will say towards the end it looked like alabama teams of yore uh throughout the game that was just like who is this team they're just letting auburn go in there and this is a six and five football team. Like, mm, I don't know about this, but um, yeah, Hugh freeze has got some work still to do, but they're, uh, they're still alive and kicking. But uh, any other thoughts you have about this uh, Stanford uh, Notre Dame game or what was your favorite part? Uh, my favorite part was definitely JJB's pick six. That was just a <laughs> highlight for me. He had had such a great season, and I just feel like some of the lore rested with some of the other guys. Like, mm -hmm. very well-deserved was Xavier, but I think him getting that, uh, well, I guess, would it be a kick six since yeah, it was a block field no, goal? I, th yeah. I think kick six is like is like like if you're Tyree or something down at the, down at the goal line. Um, I, I would just chalk that up as a, a scoop and score, really. Um, although he did um, face plant, who I, who I don't know if that was Stanford's kicker or the holder or somebody, but whoever it was just looked like a like a fifth grader just being thrown around like a rag doll. So <laughs> looked like Wiley E. Coyote. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was great. He's like little boy, get off of me, and he just dances the line and just all the way down. You know, I'm I'm probably making way too much noise and waking up my toddler when that when that was happening. 
Yeah. No, really the only last thought I have, since we were just talking about Alabama and the roller coaster season, I saw Clemson won. And since they won, um, James Madison is now actually forced to be bowl eligible because they're on enough six-win teams. So even though the NCAA denied them, they're in. Wow. Interesting. Got good stuff going on here. Yeah. It's, uh, well, and then who knows what's going to happen, uh, you know, next year with, with the playoff expansion up to 12 teams, you know, we shall see. It's been uh, it's been a fun day for college football. And then we have all the uh, which is nice because it's, the, you know, it's the end of the season. And then we're uh, we're going to go out with uh, conference championship games next week. So. And probably the last real week where the conference championships matter as much as they do. So, mm. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that is that is a uh, criticism uh, argument against you could say of against conference championships. Um, and really, it hasn't been a thing for all that long. Uh, only in certain conferences did they do it. Some they didn't. Um, now, now it's just kind of a thing. And um, I think a lot of it has to come down to just money and just like, Hey, it's like a mini BCS kind of situation, or you got, you know, this half the conference over here, this half the conference over there, like it is in the sec and the big 10 and whatnot. But, um, no, it's, uh, I, I think it's going to be uh, a fun weekend next year. Um, cause it's always about, you know, how teams are racking and stacking. And, um, I guess the pressure for us is we have no shot at the playoffs, um, and so so it's going to be kind of just more f- fun for us to watch. Um, if anything, what won't be fun is seeing which of our guys start coming out with their, you know, long tweets about I'd like to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and my teammates at Notre Dame and da 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 da, and I'm going to the NFL and I won't be playing anymore. So I imagine we'll start to see those kind of things come out, um, and you know, I'm just kind of preparing myself and holding my uh, emotion back about that for now we i don't really want to talk about that tonight i'd rather talk about the positives of this great game and on a downer there okay <laughs> I, I was gonna say i'm gonna sidestep that and not spark the uh poke the bear so yeah exactly. Yeah. So why uh, don't we just move on to the next person if dr <laughs> abby had any last final thoughts no, I am good. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. All right. Good night, you Dr. Too. Abby. Have a good one. Uh, all right. We see Jeff here. Jeff Struja. How do you say this, Jeff? You said you said this before. Strabjack? Strabek? Strabek? Boys, what's going on? Jeff, please say your name. Jeff Strabiak. Strabiak. Yes, sir. Okay. It sounds like Tridiac, who was a goalie for the the Russians in the 70s and 80s. But, okay, fine. (laughs) Sorry. Tridiac. How you doing, uh, man? You happy with the win? Yes, I am. If you would have asked me about two and a half hours ago, I wasn't happy about how that game was going. (laughs) But um, WTF, mate. Yeah. Long story short, it ended up pretty damn good. And on behalf of the whole Notre Dame fan base, uh, I'd like to say uh, fuck any of the Dope Campbell Award panelists, whatever they are, committee, because we saw the nation's best running back right. get fed 
Do you think it, that maybe it, the fact that he got the ball wasn't just because obviously he's Notre Dame's best player, but um, is that kind of a more of a middle finger or, you know, just like, what the hell, guys? Like, yeah. look over here, you know. Who ended up winning it? It was, it was, a, it was a statement, and I think that statement was made um, loud and clear. Oh, and sure. uh, even though, like, we talked, like, we didn't overfeed Audric the ball. Audric just ran for days. I mean, he had at one point 20 carries for 193 yards. That's 10 yards of fucking pop, boys. Like, boys yeah. and girls. Like, he was averaging on first down nine yards a carry. <laughs> and, and that was just the first quarter. Exactly. Yeah, he was playing big boy football today, and he was playing boys. Um, that's Audric Estime. And you know what? I got into an argument with a quote-unquote Notre Dame earlier in the week about how he wasn't surprised that he wasn't a Doe Campbell Award semifinalist and that Jeremiah Love was the better of the two. Hmm. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. Yeah, I'm not, um, I'm not I agree with that, but okay. Um, I, I think the main responsibility falls on Parker, not profiling Estime's talents and abilities as much as he should snapper, have. You, snapper, you hit it on the head, brother. You hit it on the head. And that that is the storyline of this season, is we didn't highlight our superstar. And mm-hmm. we kind of, we kind of, I wouldn't say delegated that, but we put a lot of shine on QB one and Audrey estimate was carrying the offense and I'm going to, I'm going to live and die on that sword because he did it last year for us guys. I mean, mm-hmm. Michael, Michael Mayer and Audrey Kesame were our offense and that's it. Now Audrey Kesame has been our offensive full year and I'll argue with whoever, like you could say what you want about the kid, but he shows up and he performs week after week. And yes, he's a North to South guy. We know that. But today he showed a little bit of what can make him really special at the next level is he was finding himself holes and he was shifting. He was actually shifting today. And that's what made me the most happy inside was seeing Audric run with that purpose that could get him to the next level and to succeed at the next level. I'd love to see the guy in a Bears uniform because, Jesus Christ, I, my Lord and Savior, I am a Chicago Bears fan, and I am tortured by what I watch on Sundays. But thankfully, he gives me what I need on Saturdays. Uh, we saw a little bit of what we've seen um, in previous games of the absolutely pitiful starts that we have. Uh, Sam Hartman turns the ball over twice. We have another special teams turnover. And that that, that was kind of it. You know, and I mean, Steve Angeli's interception, we'll, we'll just, I, I, I'm going to look past that for now. Uh, that was pretty damn ugly. But it was a terrible read. That, it was a terrible throw. Yeah. It, it was, was a terrible throw. It was a right throw, but it was about six yards past Jaden uh, Greathouse. Oh so, gosh, so uh, that's but how about our defense? How about our defense? they got they got punched in the mouth by all these different by all these different formations and I'll I'll give it to Troy Taylor. He 
he runs a very, very unique offense. And I don't know if you guys recognize, but did you see the splits by some of our linemen? Oh, yeah. I was cracking uh, up. Like, I put uh, my head in my hands at one point with the incredible. quick TV sneak for four yards. I was like, it, are you it, kidding it, me? It was incredible. I mean, and, and, and I'm sitting next to my dad. I'm watching the game with my dad on, uh, what what is it, FOBO or FUBU TV, and I'm <laughs> – I'm sitting next to him. I go, Dad, why aren't we blitzing every freaking time? Like, like these guys are getting comfortable and these these big plays are happening because we're sitting back in coverage. We got Jordan Botello playing the Viper position, playing in coverage. Kaiser runs the other way. And Emmett Smith, the fourth, is, is wide open for 40 yards. Mm-hmm. It's like, guys, what, what, what are we doing here? And Al, Al Golden... I'll tell you what, man, he, he's really gotten these guys tuned in. And I was a big critic on Al um, in some parts of the season. But, man, he has his defense believing dialed in. And, and this week we actually saw the enthusiasm yeah. of Al Gold. I mean, he was he was fired up. And, well, I mean, and they, our- they seem to be I, – I don't see the defense really being a liability per se. I think there's moments of, of – that are head scratching here and there. Um, and maybe that's more of like individual players, but the overall scheme I thought was good. Now, one thing I thought that was stupid is, and it was like a first down for Stanford and it was kind of in garbage time, but we ended up blitzing like through the a gap, but then there was nobody in the middle of the field. And so I, I forget I who, who the backup quarterback for Stanford was, but he's just like, he and and this shows some of the coaching and um you know talent that is on Stanford's team so they're not complete trash how he's reading the linebacker sees him blitz and so he's like oh you're going to go through that a gap i'm going to go the other way and run yeah. down the field and get a first down so yeah and and that's the stuff i agree with where schematically it just needs to be better could it be just our our youth that that was playing out there at the time. I I don't know if our our guy. No, actually, you know what? Our that was on a third and seven, Joe, and we switched off our uh, we switched off the young guys and put back our starters in, and they run that play. That, that quarterback runs that play for about. Yeah, I just thought I thought it wasn't necessary at that point. Like it's fine if you're gonna you're gonna blitz somebody. Don't get me wrong, but you cannot leave the middle of the field wide open. You know, for like that kind of a liability that just to me just screamed. You know, yes, go ahead, just run it right here. Um, Jeff, here's a here's a kind of a true or false thing. Stanford had three guys throw passes today. True, false four. <laughs> four. Sorry, four. Yeah, I was gonna say four. Trick <laughs> question. Yeah, true or false? Uh, the, true or false? The, the Idaho kid, right at the end, the kid for that they were talking about. He's from a senior. Yeah. He got caught. I forgot about him. Yeah. Uh, the running quarterback threw a couple passes. So, um, I, I'm gonna keep it short tonight because overall, I'm happy with the performance. Um, I always like to see adjustments made throughout the game. It makes me believe in Marcus's culture. How oh, they made adjustments, going, all right. Yeah. How, how he's going to turning over the ball. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was. I mean, 
Joe, Joe, I know, I know you had a couple. Uh, you, you added a little bit more scotch to the cup. Uh, to to the cup when we when we threw interception and then fumbles and then Jadarian fumbles. I love that heavy sigh. <laughs> no, you better. I you know I was thinking so you. Bad. I was just I was just thinking of you riddling your cup with ice in it and just automatically thinking you're filling yeah, it. That's right. No, I, I think that's where he's removing the ice cubes in all honesty. Just like where's the bottle? Forget <laughs> any, this. Any sort know. of any sort of balance is is gone there because Joe's just adding straight alcohol at that point. So that's right. But, yeah. No. It. Uh, uh, it was. I mean, it wasn't. I, I'm. I'm. I did tone it down. Although I did have like one of these fancy beers that I bought and it was absolutely God awful. And so I poured it down the sink. It was terrible. And I'm like, can I just get a normal beer here? What, what the hell did I buy? Um, and maybe it was cause it was like, like some red color. Who knows what it was? But the, um, that being said, um, yes, the beginning of the game was frustrating for everybody. Um, and I'm not just talking about the, the play on the field, you know, the, the, I also did the, the Fubo free trial thing to which I need to write a post-it note here to make sure I cancel it tomorrow. Uh, that shit's expensive. I was reading through it. I was like, whoa, this is nuts. So um, so that being said, I was just like, yikes. You know, do I get a, like a fruit basket when I, you know, buy this? No. Um, so yeah, everyone, if you got the Fubo free trial so you could watch this game, uh, by ethical means, I'll just put it that way. <laughs> um, make sure you cancel, or hey, if you if you want to keep it, okay, you do you. Want to watch the Pac-12 for the? Well, it's bullshit because like one, and one room gets left. So two two days ago, two days ago, I was like, okay, it's gonna be on on Fubo, whatever, and so I went. Uh, you know, f- what was it? Thanksgiving Day, Friday, whatever day it was. It might have been yesterday. And I, I, you know, signed up, uh, got it connected to the TV, no problem. And I was like, okay, this is good. And then I even like favorited the Pac-12 network. Well, apparently I didn't favorite the channel. I favorited like some highlights bullshit. And so fortunately someone else on Twitter that Dr. Abby, I saw retweeted or commented, whatever, and it was like, oh, make sure you get like the special elite package. I'm like, son of a bitch. And to which I I had a, a cursing related tweet. And then some customer service rep from Fubo is actually tweeting back at me and someone else about, oh, what? make sure you have a have the special package. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna cancel this tomorrow. <laughs> like, just let me watch my Irish, you know. In order to aim for the three hours they're on. So I don't have to get like some Trojan horse virus spyware, you know, yeah. on my computer, you know, through some, you know, Russian site. I don't know. <laughs> get out of here. But I'll keep, I'll keep short. I know there's other folks uh, look speak, but overall, I'm happy. Nine and three record. Underwhelming that we finished at nine and three. But you know what? We talked about this in previous podcasts. It's about looking forward and moving forward. Um, got to see a lot of Drake Bowen and Jalen Sneed tonight. Yeah, uh, Sneed had a good uh, fumble, fumble, caused yeah. fumble, first fumble. I, I haven't seen a ball pop out that hard in, 
in some time. I mean, it costs Snead to lose his helmet, but Drake also uh, also caught uh, Emmett Smith's kid uh, jumping in the air, and Drake took care of him <laughs> out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, okay, you're gonna go ahead and hurt all. How about we just tackle yeah. you midair? You know, little backstory, little backstory before I head out here, Drake. Drake's uh, dad's family is from Texas, and Drake's dad is a Dallas Cowboys fan. So I sent him a text through the game because we're family friends. And yes, all of a sudden, uh, I, I go, I go, I'll be damned. How cool is it that you could watch your kid tackle your idol's kid and absolutely light him up? Nice. Would you, yeah, and I was like, would you say you have one on Emmett Smith right now in the kid race? He, he. he <laughs> But it, it it was it was a cool moment to actually share because I knew it was a Cowboys fan and whatnot. But overall, nice to see Jaden Greathouse again find the end zone. Also, Jordan Faison, the kid that that he's a gift that keeps giving guys. I mean, what a story! If there was a story of the year, it's Jordan Faison. If yet, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I'm looking forward to years to come because he gives us that. He had three receptions uh, in 66 yards, led the team, uh, and one touchdown. So, uh, and Great House had the other touchdown. So, um, no, it's, uh, you know, for, for you know, you, we didn't even really know who he was clearly at the beginning of the season. It'd be nice to see him, you know, get a little more uh, strength in the weight room uh, come next yeah. season um, and uh, w- watch his performance, um, the you know, evolve. It's, it's going to be great. But thanks again, guys. Uh, go Irish, and let's see if we get uh, the Bayou bitch in a bowl game. That would be nice. That would be nice. And if it happens, great. Um, I think we'll be. I think we'll be a little more juiced on this show and just in general on Twitter and social oh. media um, if Notre Dame gets Brian Kelly and the LSU Tigers. Um, I think that would be that would be pretty. Uh, pretty cool quite frankly we're gonna know it'd be poetic for sure and the one thing i would be sitting there demanding is hashtag rtdb audric estimate down their fucking throat 75 percent plays of the game yes sir snapper you hit it on the head and and just and just time control time of possession the entire fucking game and and make brian just get all red on the sidelines and have the stupid brian kelly face Oh, I love it. I see it now. It's voice. Hey, but, purple face could uh, actually look good in those colors. Oh, absolutely. Love the <laughs> love the clueless Brian Kelly face. It's, it's actually one for the ages. But thanks, guys. Good night. Uh, go Irish. Go Irish. Thank you, Jeff. You know, it's funny. Jeff mentions BK, and um, I forget who it was. Someone on Twitter had a, had a comment during the game. It might have been during halftime as I'm as I'm getting caught up. How someone made the comment. P- people were clearly pissed, you know, about, um, you know, and I think a lot of it is very reactionary regarding Stanford last year and how uh, we're struggling against a team that's clearly inferior, not only statistically but also record wise, right, um, talent wise. There, there's, there was really nothing that pointed to um, Stanford ha- having any sort of advantage, um, and so when we're in 
kind of a struggle at the beginning of the game and we're getting in our own way and we're turning the ball over, you know, that's where, where people start just, you know, and people are entitled to their opinions. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> I saw something to the effect of like, like why is Freeman doing this? And he's, you know, going to lose to a team that we have no business losing to. And then someone made some comment about like, like, Oh, Kelly never did this or something. And I was just like, excuse me. And I was just like, excuse me. It took him like eight seasons to finally stop losing to teams that he had no business losing to. Okay. Uh, so I was like, hold, hold the phone there. And I didn't, I didn't take receipts here. I'd have to go back and figure out who that person was. And, um, but it's just like, I hope you're not being a Brian Kelly apologist because I've got a short list of those people. Uh, whoa, take that microphone. Um, maybe, maybe that's more, that was meant to be, you know, <laughs> Brian Kelly apologists. Just beat the hell out of them. Yeah, something. Poor microphone. All right, Coach Marcegian, I see you there, but we're going to get to Jimmy Joe and then we're going to get to you, Coach. Jimmy Joe, you invited you to speak. You were a speaker. Are you here with us? Hello, how are you? Hey, Jimmy Joe, hey. welcome back to the hey, Fighting Irish Show. Namaste. You know, the missus was very mad at me today. Oh, what did you do? Well, I was, I was, I, I do, I was in cursing, but I was, I was pretty upset the first quarter. Yeah. Watching the, uh, well, you, you and everybody you, else you on, know, on this network. You know, you know, we should have a different mindset. The mindset should be. Okay, we are now starting in the second quarter. <laughs> Get the first, just go go straight to the second. Yeah. Because it, it only gets better. Yeah. You know, you, you're talking about drinking a lot. Did you drink a lot in that first quarter? I mean, I'm I'm clearly doing a show here and I, I should not have a headache tomorrow. I'll just put it that way. But the uh I mean the the frustrations in the first quarter are are real. I think uh you know, people are entitled to to be like, "What the hell are you doing, Coach?" Um, you know, I want, you know, like like at one point I had to double check to make sure Jack Cohn wasn't in the backfield there. You know, like it's just, what the hell are we doing? You know, and Jack Cohn wasn't that much of a liability with the ball, but um, yeah, Hart, Hartman just was was, and and for me, it's not so much like Hartman the person; it was more just the play calling, like. Like, do we have to be chucking the ball around all over? No. Like, you know, how many of our our turnovers are the response of of passing? Now, maybe that's the frustration that people have because passing is fun. It's sexy. And, you know, you have to be able to do it well to have an elite football team. I get that. My whole thing is like, look, you just got to win today. And, you know, of all those turnovers we had, um, three of them all came from passing. Oh, you know, Mr. Angeli, when he finally got in there, when we were making good scores, I say, oh, this is good. Okay, well, let's see what he does. <laughs> then he throws that interception. Yeah, oh, throw, I, yeah I, the first one was a oh, pick. I'm no. like, you knucklehead, what are you doing? Damn. And then when he came, and then when we had the ball again, the offense had it, oh, he wasn't throwing the ball anymore. I bet somebody told him. Do not throw the ball. Yeah, just let's just not let's just call those plays. You know, it's like let's just ride the clock out. Let's let's hand the ball off. Let's pretend it's you know high school JV whatever, and we don't need to pass to advance the ball. We're running all over them, 
Um, it's, I mean, like, again, if there's a situation where we're going to run it. They know we're going to run it and we're going to be successful doing it. So do it anyway. Like you don't, you don't have to mix it up. <laughs> it's okay. Or, okay. I know. I, I was losing my curry in the, in the first quarter. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> oh no. You know, that you sounds like you a know, messy cleanup job right there. You know, when awful. we're doing, you know, when we're doing really well, we should, I want to talk about not drinking. I want to talk about eating. I want okay. to talk about us putting together a cookbook. I have some good ideas. Oh, yeah. You know, you should have different chapters, like a chapter like when you're winning, this is the kind of treat or food you should have. And if you're not doing well, this is the other. When we're winning, we'll do shots in celebration. When we're losing, oh, we'll no, do no, shots no. when we're... <laughs> oh, no, no. You, you said that you're going to have another little one. I don't know if that's a good idea. No, yes, we we are having a uh, uh, we're having baby Irish faithfuls on the way. Um, no, we're we're excited here in uh, in Firing Irish Faithful headquarters. Here, the franchise will be growing um, after the Pop Tarts Bowl. That's for sure. Is is that a, is that a real is that a real bowl game? Oh yeah, Pop-Tarts? no, I don't I don't mean that just to be funny. Like it's it's a real bowl out there uh, that I don't I don't know if it's quote unquote. The predicted bowl, you know, but no, the, the Pop Tarts bowl. I'm googling it right now. Great. There it is, okay. Pop Tarts bowl. Boom. So, it's gonna. It says it's it's annual. It's it's the old camping world bowl, I think. You know, so. Um, okay, that could that could be in the chapter of desserts. In it's in Orlando. Bowl. It's not. It's not. It. Okay, so so it used to be the Blockbuster Video Bowl. CarQuest, Micron, Florida, Georgia, Mazda, Champ Sports, Russell Athletic, Camping World, uh, Kellogg's. So it sounds Florida. like everything that's gone extinct because of Amazon. <laughs> yes, yeah, Russell Athletic, <laughs> Champs. Camp, no, Camping World's still around, right? It is, but Amazon has heavily hit them. Yeah, Bass Pro Shop and Bucky's and all those other places are still kicking it, but yeah, Kellogg's isn't going anywhere. People still like their cereal. Um, so yeah, the, uh, so th- that's where the bowl game is. So no, it's the pop tarts bowl. It's going to be, uh, it was the cheese it bowl. The last three years is what it was. Ah. Cheese it bowl sounds way. So like, like what, what happens if like you win the pop tarts bowl? Is this like, like, you know, like there's a typical Gatorade bath and the cheese it bowl, they would just have like a Gatorade cooler full of cheese it that you would dump on the coach. That I thought was funny. Um, if it's the Pop-Tarts Bowl, are they all still in the foil wrappers? So you just get hit with a bunch of foil wrappers that, you know, or or are the, are the Pop-Tarts, you know, already out of the wrappers and and they're just, just these bunch of, like of, you know, sharp wedges of, of compressed flour and frosting. I don't know. Yeah, Pop-Tart minis, maybe. Pop-Tart minis, yeah. Are those still a thing? I don't know. They are. I haven't bought Pop Tarts in years, so who knows what's going on? Well, they should call it like Nacho Bowl or something. Hot flaming cheese. <laughs> you just pour it. It's yes. Like, it's like fondue. <laughs> I, I think Tostitos would have something to say about that. That's it's right. a curry bowl. The curry. The curry bowl. <laughs> oh, that would be great. 
They'd have to like well, be playing know, the I game in Bombay or something. I, I was gonna say where, what region of the country would that go, yeah, that that's right. game be held at? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, you gentlemen have a wonderful day. It was so much fun watching us win. Uh, Jimmy Joe, really appreciate you bringing the mood elevator up as we uh, project and make crack jokes about the. Uh, the second tier bowl that Notre Dame's going to be. Oh, I, that, was, I was so guilty. I said we were going to win only by 13. Oh, so bad. That's bad okay. For me. I, I said we'd win by 30, so I got I got kind of close there. But uh, Red Snapper, what would you have, 58, 18? I, 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 I double-checked your stats, Red Snapper. We got four sacks. It's not saying we got five. So I'm just, I'm just oh, saying. When, when will we know about who's going to play, who will we play in a bowl game? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's usually it's usually a couple weeks, so um, I th- not I, this weekend. No, it, it's, next weekend. Yeah, it's usually after all the the conference stuff is go goes on. So, so I think we have to wait. Okay, over well, a week. We, you're gonna have to have a have a have a thing before the that game. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. We'll we'll do a show. Uh, we'll probably not do one Tuesday unless something crazy happens. But um, we'll probably take a week off and then come back after we figure out what bowl we're going to. And um, yeah, this is this is where the show is going to start to start to slow down because we've been in kind of the gauntlet, the marathon here. Uh, but I mean, we're there's nothing much going on right now, you know. Um, and yeah, you know, I mean, we could always talk about Notre Dame football, I guess, but. Uh, you know, he'll. Uh, there's not a whole lot of spreadsheets we can do here. So. <laughs> okay. Well, namaste. Namaste, Jimmy Joe. Namaste. Really appreciate it. Okay. Bye bye. All right. Take care. See you at the Curry Bowl. Uh, that was Jimmy Joe on the Twitter at Jimmy underscore Joe twenty four. Appreciate his uh, contributions here. Let's go to Coach Barcegian. Coach, what's up? <laughs> Forgive me for being like seven or eight Guinness deep, but that first quarter. <laughs> Understandable. Oh, I don't. I'm not saying you're, you're wrong. Tweets, you're 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 your you're tweets flippant. in the first quarter were hilarious. I'm like, ooh, he's probably drinking heavy. He is because there's no filter. There are no filters on these. <laughs> he's gonna be picking fights in the second quarter. That's what's going on. But I feel like I was responsible for your. Brian Kelly bashing tweet because I said Freeman is just BK 2.0, isn't he? Oh, I did see that tweet. I purposely. I don't think like, I responded. No, BK beat the teams he was supposed to. Yeah, except when okay, he was supposed to Okay, that is the, the thread that that is the thread that I responded to. Okay, you're was, like, yeah, for eight years uh, so, of the program. So, so I I wasn't gonna respond to you because I I know you well enough to know that you're having a a stream of consciousness tweet. Um, whereas here you're a little more articulate if I'm, if I may. Um, but I was very curious about the comments to your tweet. And so then I was like, Oh, I want to know what other people think about this. So, so it entertained me in that regard. And then I saw the, the one gentleman who was like, Oh, you know, Kelly won that. And I'm like, uh, slight fact checked here. It took him like seven or eight years for that to happen, but okay, fine. Sure. No, <laughs> no it's just, who was that? It, it, it's all that like within the first quarter. It's like, good grief! This is three and eight Stanford. Why are we sucking this much against three and eight Stanford? 
this is literally like BK 2.0. We should be above this. Have we not learned nothing in the last 13, 14? That's my whole gripe with all that. Uh-huh. Thread. So, Yeah, and I think it was just a simple, the, as simple as we were trying to do too much. Go back to the basics. Play good, solid, fundamental football. And I think that was – it was like the basics. Stay in your assignments. Stay on your edge. I mean, Morrison completely blowing past that reverse. Like, it was – he's he is getting so, clowned in And the fact that tomorrow. quarterbacks don't fumble the ball like that and throw interceptions, like, come on. Like, yeah. I was happy he got the first down. He got an extra 10 yards past that. But as soon as he turned to run back to the center of the field, I was like, okay, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then the fumble happened. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like just ride the sideline yeah. and step out of bounds. Uh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give this guy a little bit of, a little bit of grief here. Chris Reeves on Twitter at Ginger Grievik, G I R E V I K, at Ginger Grievik, uh had the no BK beat the teams he was supposed to. To which I'm like, eh. Only after about eight years. So, um, <laughs> that, that I thought was interesting. Now, uh, what I will say is on the Morrison misread, quote unquote, um, I'm not so sure that's the case because I'm the fact that he stayed with his receiver per se uh, around the corner and let you know the other guy run by him. I kind of wonder if he's just like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to, stick to my man, and and that was that was the 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 formation, the call. Because when I watched the replay, I'm like, how the fuck does this happen? And there is a guy that's supposed to be out there in the flats, and he was late to the party. I don't know if it was Bethello or who it was, but Morrison stayed with his guy because maybe it was like one of those like, like toss and then you know backwards reverse, you know trojan horse pass plays you know what i'm saying um yeah so so i don't know if that's really what was going on with that or not or you know who that particular receiver was that morrison was on so i'm i'm a little more curious to know some of the finer details of that play and what was being called by the defense um that's just my opinion about that particular play um i don't usually get too wrapped around the axle on particular plays unless it's like a turnover or something like you're talking about coach although the cam hart um um fucking what was it the his pi it's like dude just turn your head around come on man like it's it's, stop well at least the pac-12 officials knew when to throw a flag you watching that sec game oh that was trash and then the the missed face mask off the way they did at the end and not throw a flag with all the punches and pushes oh it's so ridiculous i'm just like i've seen brawls in major league baseball have more ejections and suspensions than that yeah, it's, and it is insane how many flags should have been thrown. That was nuts. Like, like there was another play earlier where it was like the Auburn guy got like kind of head smashed. He got a chiropractic adjustment on that kickoff return. Well, and, and they still didn't throw a flag. Well, and and if anyone's gonna get a, get a flag, it's gonna be the the not not the guy who tackled him, but it was the just because he's bigger. But the um, whoever it was for Alabama that kind of did the. The, the step on your corpse, like, 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 and, and guys do this all the time where someone's tackled 
and they just kind of like walk over him not step on him but walk over him and so like the guy's trying to step up but then he just gets a you know he just gets a you know man butt or something under his 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 helmet you know what i mean like like that kind of crap happens all the time right you know so it's kind of like if anyone's going to get a penalty it's going to be that but i don't know just like that one Auburn kick returner that got a literal chiropractic adjustment that they're just like as the oh, it was completely put, missed on the, the face mask. Just conveniently ignored. Yeah, well, Whoa, that was not face masking. Just, God. And then I Hugh Hugh Freeze is literally gritting his teeth on the sidelines, and it's like he's been a coach for so long. He was just I like mean, hats off to Auburn. Auburn played a heck of a game. They did play a heck right of a game. Yeah. I mean, if if anything, Alabama is not a top ten team. After Oh, shouldn't be they 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 should not make the playoffs at all. Um, they are even not, if they magically beat Georgia, Ohio State should get the nod over Alabama, in my opinion. So I don't think you're wrong with that. Um, the, I mean, you look at Alabama and, you know, some of their games are close. Um, you know, Texas. Who weird scenario, but assuming Michigan gonna win the Big Ten against Iowa because. Most likely. <laughs> It's Iowa, you know. Okay, <laughs> although I am rooting for Iowa pretty freaking Well, I will too. I just don't think they have the chops you, to beat I mean, Michigan. They score Michigan like fifteen points a game. It's Iowa. Okay, so you've got Michigan winning the Big Ten. Georgia, let's say, loses to Alabama. Texas wins the Big Twelve. Even if it's by a point. Alabama, the way that they played this week, even if they squeak by Georgia, Alabama has no business being in that playoff. Yeah, you struggle with your rival. I mean, they're number eight right Get now. That means here. they have to like how many teams have to jump over? Like they have to jump over Washington. Thorne is one of the worst quarterbacks in college football. He he can't even throw it accurately to his receivers unless they're wide open. Even and then he underthrows them. So yeah, I will say the the pass at the end that you know was thrown into the corner of the end zone and Alabama ended up taking the lead with there at the end. Man, was it an accurate throw? Did he get his foot down? Yes, but I mean... It was pretty tight. I was just ball, like, what you know? the hell? Yeah, so so Alabama would have to jump over Texas, Oregon, Florida State, and now it would be uh, well Washington and Ohio State to get in. Um, obviously, Michigan will move up. Washington will probably stay where they are or move up. Florida State still probably slides in to number four. Um, Oregon's probably the number five. Um, and Florida has finally pulled ahead of Florida. Florida State has pulled ahead of Florida. and So all that's been yeah. quelled. Yeah. I mean, I still the, can't believe Louisville lost to Kentucky. That blows my mind. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, Louisville lost to a shitty pit team. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just. I mean, that's, that's, that's college football for you, right? Yeah. Anyway, we'll thank we'll God see there's... how the Pac-12 conference championship goes too next next week on oh, Friday. Oh yeah, that's like yeah. A... That's to me. That's the most interesting of all these these conference championship games. I guess maybe the Georgia Alabama game, but um, for the most part, the like like. The writing's pretty much on the wall. What's going to happen with all the others? I don't see even if Oregon wins, I don't see how you can leave a Pac-12 champion out of the playoff. No, no, no. The winner of that Not game will be in. They'll be in. No, they'll have be. to be. They'll have be in. to be. 
both are, I mean, they both have good records. Their strength of schedule is halfway decent in both teams. Um, no, I, I, I think whoever wins that pack 12 is, is, is in for sure. Um, if not, then that would be the most, you know, conspiratorial, you know, bullshit ever. Um, but I just don't see that happening. And, and the main reason is not so much like the teams. It's the fact that they both have two big quarterbacks, right? And it, and it might be also some sort of like swan song farewell to the pac 12, as we know it, um, since both those teams are going to the big 10 next year. Exactly. I, I genuinely believe that like it's a, it's some sort of head nod to, you know, okay. Sayonara kind of, kind of situation. Either way, um, Notre Dame wins today. We're on the outside looking in and, uh, I'm kind of curious where uh, where we're gonna end up. <laughs> well, I would rather it not be LSU, but why? I don't think I don't think our offense is qu- still quite there yet. Yeah, but what about our defense? Our defense, yes, but I mean, right. we've not really faced a mobile quarterback like Jaden Daniels yet. Mm. So, I, I just I don't want to find out how ready they are for a mobile quarterback and it be against Jaden Daniels, and we just get smoked all over the field. Yeah. And and I say we have seen that mobile quarterback in Caleb Williams, and we we took care of it pretty well. So I'm, but, I see a lot of comparisons and similarities. So I, I don't see anything LSU is doing that our defense couldn't handle if they had the time to prep for it. It's whether or not the offense actually does their job and controls the time of possession. But remember who our offensive coordinator is. I know. I know. Just keep keep <laughs> running the football. At least we don't have sluts as ugly as Stanford's. We know that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We'll or see. coaches as ugly as LSU's. So. That's, <laughs> right. That's right. Well, coach, are you are you disappointed in the season, or you just want to see how we end up with the bowl game, or does the bowl game not matter? It it doesn't matter at this point. We're not no. getting a New Year Six. We're not no. getting a playoff. No. Let's just bench Hartman. Let's get Angeli and Minchie in there, and let's see how they do compared to Carr in the spring game, and let's just go from there. So you're looking Hartman, forward to next year. Hartman, we appreciate it. Thank you for all you've done, but you've contributed all you can contribute your time is done at Notre Dame. So let's plan for the future. All right. Got no, uh, got no major complaints with that. Um, no, nah, the, uh, I, th- I think, I think that, um, I think your opinion is valid. I, I think that it is kind of the, the overall feeling. I know I expressed my, um, emotion after the Clemson loss and how, you know, we still had the opportunity to go to a new year's six, especially with this roster, with this team um, and, um, you know, the marketing and, and some of this, this experience or leadership of, of Hartman and, and the talent of Estime, who, you know, people in, are in talking about going to be going pro. And, um, you know, I, so I, I've kind of already left that emotion out there about, you know, my quote unquote disappointment for the season, but I, I did embrace the last, you know, three weeks of football, including tonight, just saying, look, this is where we're at. You know, I'm going to enjoy watching football to an extent. And, uh, you know, we're, we're gonna, we're going to keep going 
forward as a program. It's, it's clearly not the, the outcome that I wanted. Um, clearly, you know, seeing Ohio state, you know, go down to the wire and then throw a stupid interception at the end. And, you know, as much as I dislike seeing Michigan win, I, I keep saying to myself, God bless America. We had, oh, we had Ohio state. Um, and, and we, we just found ways to get in our own way and we lost that game. Um, but you know, the, the, the coulda, shoulda, wouldas will, will drive you nuts. And, um, it, it's just kind of a, an effort in futility at that point. Well, my wife literally just gagged when you said Michigan. So I don't <laughs> Rather uh, symbolic, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, she may be, she may be, you know, gagging next week as well because they're gonna probably walk all over Iowa and they're probably gonna go to the well, playoffs. Well, hey, there's always the blowout loss in the playoff alone. So I don't know. They they look better than last year's Michigan team. I will say that. Well, it's like I said earlier. You can take away the sign stealer, but you can't take away the stolen sign. That's right. So That's right. I did see that. I thought that was clever. It's impossible to try to change your signs and everybody learn a completely new scheme. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that today. Like Notre Dame has kind of the – they put up like numbers on the sideline. And I kind of wonder if like they're doing the wristband thing. You know, it's like, okay, go to play number 625. You know, it's like a – I feel like it's a game of battleship at that point. You know, but like – you could like put up whatever number you want and it doesn't matter. Um, or you put in the number and they put up the numbers, but then you change them every quarter. So then it's like a, like a, like an enigma machine or something from world war two. So <laughs> odds, evens, negatives, and then positives. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to overcomplicate things. I'm still a fan of just, you know, yelling your wide receivers ear and have them just run out there with the play. That's just kind of my, my old school vibe, but, uh, Hey, it's, we ran... a, it's all, all Michigan has done is did what the asterisk from Houston did in major league baseball. Yeah, exactly. They're Except they're not beating a trash can. Progressively, you know, getting towards a pitch com for college football. It's yeah. just, they've just rolled the ball towards that point. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it, 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 they, they find a way to advance and give themselves an advantage. And quite frankly, that's what quote unquote good teams do. Now in this particular situation, um, there's some, some rules being violated. So, you know, <laughs> uh, caught you. Right. Um, but yeah, that, uh, I really haven't looked at Michigan cause I mean, why would I do that to myself? But you know, of the limited, bits I have seen and you know as I do statistical research for the shows see where Notre Dame is and some of these stats and then I I, I always see Michigan up up there and a lot of them and I'm like look yes their strength of schedule isn't good but they've been number one in Sagarin for a long time their their defense is pretty good um they move the ball well um they they communicate well on the on the line of scrimmage so um I don't I don't want to give them too much praise, you know, and because again, I haven't watched them a whole lot, but at the same time, some of these stats, you can't fake. You really can't. So, and they did just beat a team that beat us. I'll look at it this way. There is more gold in the paint in Notre Dame's helmets than there is in those little trouser pendants that the Michigan football players are going to get with the score at the end of the season. (laughs) So very good. Very good. 
Well, Coach, I really appreciate you joining us tonight on the Fighting Irish Faithful Show. You have a good Sunday. At Irish JTL, invite you to speak. You're on mute. Come back to us. Jason, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yo, oh, you sound so down. Why? You sad the season's down. over? I'm down. I'm, uh, I'm, just, I'm ready to go to bed tonight. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're the sleepy. It's uh, I mean, I mean, you can at least go to bed, you know, dreaming about estimate scoring touchdowns and running all over. Uh, Audrey, look good. I'm a little sad that I think that's his last hurrah. I think so too. As a, as an Irish running back, and uh, and that's it. I think it's uh, it's gonna be a rebuilding year next year. I think we all need to prepare for that and. It is what it is. Yeah, that's. I think. Uh, I think it, it's okay to be thinking next year where are we going to be, and people doing this mental math, and okay, we'll see the the number of you know touches to estimate, leave the door, you know, passing attempts by Hartman, this, that, or the other. Um, there are some areas that I think um, we can feel good about, um, but I mean, how many guys on the defense are going to be leaving too, right? So there's a lot of tackles. Um, and communication. I mean, <laughs> I mean, for all we know, we don't even know if Al Golden is going to stick around or if he's going to get a head nod. You know, if anyone saw the news uh, break, I don't know if it was today or yesterday. Uh, what's his face at Oregon State took the took the the job up at Michigan State. Michigan State. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so Sparty just just took a coach before the season. You know, I mean, I guess their season's over. Um, but nah, the the Oregon State didn't even wait for a bowl game. As soon as the Civil War with Oregon was over, boom, he took the job. So, um, that's uh, that's the Platypus Trophy, by the way, the dopest trophy ever for rivalry games, because um, it's the Beaver and the Duck. Um, so Jason, you're 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 sad, or you know, can can we at least, you know, enjoy the rest of college football and enjoy the bowl game? I'm gonna enjoy tonight. And then I'm going to enjoy the ball game. I think I don't know what's going to happen, but I think next year is going to be a. I think we have a lot of promise on defense. I think we have a lot of promise, but I'm just going to kind of reflect and see what's going to happen. I, I'm I'm not sure how I feel now going next year. Yeah. Well, and how how can we? Right. Like we don't know. There's a lot of pieces that need to, to need to fall into play. Um, you know. We'll, we'll have recruiting that that comes up signing day that sort of thing um you know and that that tends to move things you know who's going to transfer in who's going to transfer out um that, for me the biggest thing with the defense is is al golden is he gonna is he gonna bounce and take a head coaching job or, or go somewhere else um or is he gonna stick around um I would love him to stick around i'm actually looking forward to my statistical breakdown of this year's defense to pass uh, Notre Dame defenses over the last, you know, 10, 15 years. So that, that'll be fun. Um, it's my, my opinion of fun. The um, it's just, you know, get a cup of coffee and, and uh, Microsoft Excel. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice. No, it is. It's, it's quiet. It's therapeutic. <sighs> well, Jason, if there's nothing else, have a good morning. 
No, I'm going to have a good one, Joe. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for joining us tonight. Have a good night. Have a good one. All right, Lynch Mob, we'll see you there. We got a couple other guys, Bohemian Separatists, I see you there. Uh, Bruce uh, Straighten, if you want to join us, that's cool too. Uh, we'll jump over to Jason Lynch, though. Lynch Mob ND. Member of the Dos Leprechauns family. You there? What's up, guys? Yo! Hey, happy. We're happy. Yeah. We won. Well, yeah, We're nine and know, three. A, yes. I mean, I, I would be happier if we were undefeated and going to the playoffs. But, but, but yeah. here, here's the thing: my stress level after this game is like really low now with Notre Dame football because it's like we're not going to a good bowl. We're going to you know a t- second tier bowl or whatever. Um, I've I've kind of already embraced the fact that Estime is probably not going to be coming to the bowl game. I'd like him to. I think he should. Um, but again, you know, if, if and my usual argument for that is, oh, you could build up your draft stock for, uh, you know, for uh, for the for you know draft day, and then it's like, well, what the fuck did he just do today? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I think he finished that up probably tonight. I think so too. I mean, my my this is where my my brain goes. It's not where my heart goes. Right. I would like to see it against a more quality opponent. Yeah, Stanford is trash. That's see, that's the only thing because like Stanford is not good. They they really aren't. You know. I mean, Notre Dame. Like I love the, I love the little line graph bar graph that uh, ESPN has the win probability. And as teams score and time moves on, it just like goes on and on and on. The lowest it ever got was 87%. The game started at 95% for, for Notre Dame. So it's like. <laughs> yeah, I missed the biggest part of the first quarter and the second, but I picked it up right before halftime. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you had problems with, with Fubo too. No, I actually. <laughs> had some company over and i was like oh crap that game started so i i just went to youtube and streamed it off my phone oh there you go yeah you found some uh some pirated version got it yeah and i don't have to remember to cancel another subscription yeah that's right yeah (laughs) on that note where are my post-it notes (laughs) right you know i I gotta i gotta do this anyway because it's like uh, doc and i were having having that discussion you know and it's just like all right we got another kid all right, we we should probably cut some stuff out of the budget here. What are we gonna do here? Right. I went the Sling TV route. I just activated my sports package on it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you got that for like a week, and then you're gonna cancel it, or? Yeah, I've got just kind of a basic Sling for like seven, eight bucks that I pay for, and mm-hmm. so I ended up just activating the sports package to it, which is like twenty five bucks. But you know, I'll. I'll pay for one month and then cancel it the 30 days. I remember doing that for, what was it? I think it was like two years ago when Notre Dame, it was like, I think it was like a Virginia tech game that was on the ACC network and we didn't get it. It wasn't on Comcast Xfinity yet. And so it was only on YouTube premium or YouTube plus or whatever they call it. YouTube TV. Um, 
And so, and then I forgot to cancel it, which sucked. And so then I paid for a, a month of that crap. The last thing though, that I did do knowingly and then cancel right away. And so I paid a month for something. And then when it away was actually Netflix. I had Netflix for years and we weren't watching it. So I canceled it. And then the Manti Teo documentary came out and I was like, okay, I'll, 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 I'll do this for a month and then, you know, cancel it right away. But that was the last time I, I did something like this. So, yeah. And I remember when PlayStation three first came out, you got a free 30 day Netflix subscription. Okay. I'm still running off of that free 30 day. Yeah, Netflix. They, I mean, they do this for a reason, you know, there's like, Oh, look at all this stuff over here. Now I will say this running Fubu Fubo Fubo Fubo. Maybe it's, maybe it's Fubo. <laughs> Fubo? I like Fubo. Run I like it, F-U-B-O. <laughs> F-U-B-O on my TV, on my Vizio. Um, that was irritating because I'm I'm just trying to like, like, because you know, I'm putting Todd there to bed, so I'm like trying to figure out how to pause it. And then like the controls were weird. Um, and then like once you get the hang of it. And so I'm like trying to advance, advance the, uh, the DVR quote unquote setting with the uh the the app and i'm i'm pushing the arrow to the right right to go you know to advance the 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 ticker and that's the change the channel button in fubo so i kept changing the channel and then when i change it back of course it goes live and so i'm like no i missed like like seven minutes of the game here so i had to like rewind it i eventually got cut up in the fourth but i was like cussing basically like God, I hate this app. <laughs> like, why are we doing this? <laughs> so, first world problems, I guess. I will say this, though. The controls were not as intuitive as Peacock. So, Peacock gets a win on that one. But, uh, Peacock would always cut out on me and I'd have to restart the app. I never had to restart the app once. So, Slow clap, Fubo. Slow cap. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Well, Lynch Mob, what else? What did we miss here? Uh, Angeli throws a pick, so that kind of silences some people about like, oh, just put in Angeli. He's going to be great, including this guy. Um, yeah, that's... one point. That's it. Yeah. No, that's the one we're going to poke at. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I mean, we we could always talk about uh, you know rushing statistics uh, into the morning, but uh, look, it's after midnight now in the East Coast. Um, people are moving on, and I don't know. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a good game there at the end. I I would have liked to have saw Minchie at some point. Yeah, just just for a little bit. I bet they're trying to save his red shirt or whatever. You know what I mean? Right, but I, to, he still keeps his red shirt in what four games? Yeah, yeah. I'd have to go and look at see actually how much time he's actually you know put on the field. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll uh, we'll see where it goes and and how things end up with him and Carr and Angeli, uh, you know, over the spring. Yeah, I think that'll be a good mix-up. Spring game should be interesting. That's for sure. 
Well, that's all I got, man. Uh, we're, uh, we enjoyed ourselves. Irish come out with a win. Um, everyone's pretty happy. You know, it's not, uh, it's, the shows aren't as epic, emotional, whatever, but, uh, yeah, it shouldn't be not against a, a team that's now three and nine and, uh, oh, and seven at home, that which is really bizarre that Stanford didn't win a single home game this year. That might explain how empty, uh, Sanford Stadium was. Yes, but they didn't run out of beer. Hendricks, Hendricks still had beer at the end of the game. They did not run out of beer. Well, that's nice. <laughs> Maybe that explains uh, his his lack of uh, participation in tonight's show. But whatever. Yeah, I FaceTimed him, and he was uh, he was pretty sloshed in about the uh, third quarter. Oh, that would have been even more fun. Uh, <laughs> he, right. he was good. That's okay. He's he's probably just gonna be like, oh, it'll be fine when Carr gets in. For those who who haven't been following uh, Dos Leprechauns on Twitter, he has been a huge proponent, and rightfully so, but a huge proponent of CJ Carr. Um, I think he thinks he's the best thing since sliced bread, which is fine. Um, but yes, it's uh, we we will not stop hearing about that on uh, on our text chat. Right, Lynch? Ever, 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 ever. Oh, my gosh. And I'm not, like, I don't want, ever want it, like, to prove him wrong or anything, you know? It's just one of those things where it's like, well, don't hit your wagon to someone that, you know, you don't even know who, <laughs> you know, we want him to be good. We think he'll be good. Um, but I would, I'm not going to start printing shirts, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't do that yet, so. All right, I think we've we've had a, a decent enough show here. I think we've uh, we've hit every nail that's sticking up on this this board. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think I think we've made a good dent tonight. I think so too. We brought AJ on at the beginning, and he's still with us here. We had a ton of people jump on, jump off, no problem at all. Lots of people, lots of people on the the show. Um, happy to to have everyone here. This is great. This is the Fighting Irish Faithful show. What is this? Episode 29? Man, of this season, season four. Um, it's been a good uh it's been a good season. It's, it hasn't been a great season, but it's been a good season. And I think that's that's a good way to finish the year with running all over Stanford, get a trophy back in our trophy case where it belongs, and uh and call it good. So we'll take the week off uh, unless something crazy happens over the weekend, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, all those rumors about Marcus Freeman taking the Michigan State job obviously are false. So hooray. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be right here. Uh, if any big news breaks like Al Golden leaves or something like that, um, estimate if, he, if that goes out, you know, I'll probably just say that for another show because quite frankly, that's pretty... Uh, I think that's what's going to happen. So I don't want it to happen, but probably will. And especially when you have a, quite frankly, his best game at Notre Dame in a Notre Dame uniform tonight. Okay, fine. So he's got to do what he's got to do. So don't go, though. Stay, please. Don't go. This is the Fighting Irish Faithful Show. Notre Dame beats the snot out of the Stanford Cardinal chops down their goofy stupid tree and their shitty band uh 
56 to 23. Irish all over him. Have a good night. God bless you all as we are done with Thanksgiving as we prepare for Christmas coming up. We'll see where we are with the bowl game coming up. And we'll talk to you soon. Go Irish. See you soon. Throws the ball. It is caught. Reggie Brooks. Reggie Brooks got it for a two-pointer. And Notre Dame is out in front. 17-16. Lost the ball. The pass is fed down. It's fed down by Carroll. It's caught by Samosa. Inside the 20. Inside the 10. He's going in. Notre Dame has scored. Dawson throws. Open receiver in the end zone. Touchdown. Notre Dame. Somehow the Irish did it. Out of the pack, 30, 35, goodbye, baby, at the 50, the 40, the 30, the 20, the 10, fire, fire, rocket, touchdown, Irish. Tyree, whoa, can he get there, Tyree at the 30, 20, 10, touchdown, Yuri. Woo, 98, big ones. Zibikowski looking for a block. Touch to the right to the 40. Gets a block. Gets to the 45. 50. Up to the 45. 40. 30. One man to beat. 20. 15. 10. He's down to the 5. Touchdown, Irish.